Hey, it's Jessica Dirksen, and you are listening to the True to You podcast, the place to be to get the tools to live your life by design so that you can be the person you want to be and live a life that you love. Hello, and welcome to the True to You podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dirksen, and today I am so excited to share this episode with you. I got the chance to speak with an absolutely incredible human being. I I spoke with Coach Kayla Marie. She is a certified access bars practitioner, professional photographer, and self-love and confidence coach for women. Her drive to grow and evolve contributed to her journey in studying and practicing in the self-development arena for over a decade. Kayla combines her unique skill sets to empower other women to get out of self-judgment and doubt so they can show up, shine in their lives with purpose and passion. Her story of triumph over bullying, death, divorce, and poor self-image has inspired many people around the world to experience the peace, joy, and happiness that comes with true self-love and acceptance. Thank you, Kayla, so much for being on the show today. I am super happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. So why don't we start by you telling us a bit about yourself Um like what you're up to in the world and kind of how you got into doing what you're doing. Sure. So I am a self-love and confidence coach and I'm also a browning photographer. That's kind of my like little side gig, uh, which I also love. But right now I am focusing on helping women entrepreneurs that are kind of too shy to show up um, to quit the judgment game, quit the self comparison and just be themselves authentically in their businesses. Because I think especially right now, we really need leaders to be stepping up and yeah, showing up and shining is kind of like my little tag that I I love to use because that is, that's what we need right now in the world. I love that. Mm -hmm. So I love showing up and shining. (laughs) Yeah. So how did you, how did you go from photography into a self-love and confidence coach? Oh, that's actually a story in itself. I'm glad you asked because <laughs> it's, it's kind of a cool story. So I started out in photography in 2013 and kind of tried a little bit of everything, which was, you know, back in that day, it was like, you know, you try you newborn photography, you try wedding photography, you try all kinds of different photography and where I really liked doing was boudoir and beauty. And when I changed into doing that as my focus and working with women specifically, I noticed when they viewed their photos, how judgmental they were on themselves. Right. Mm. It was like, can you edit this? Can you do that? My hair's not good enough. My, you know, I have a role here and, and it's crazy. It was just absolutely crazy to me because when I looked at the picture, all I saw was a beautiful woman. That's all I saw. I did not see the role or the, and not that I'm not paying attention to detail. It's just that we are so hard on ourselves as women. And I was like, that is so sad. So then I decided I was going to work with like a coach and bring a coach on. And, and back in that day in 2013, it wasn't like it is now where let's say there is a lot of coaches out there. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't find one. I didn't find one that was like really 
singing to me and really, you know, I was able to offer the service that, you know, I, I really wanted. And it's crazy because I stopped uh, photography for a little while. I went back to a, a job. Um, and then I slowly got into coaching and that's kind of a story in of itself as well. But I got into coaching and it, like, I don't know what it is, however many years later, now I realize I'm the coach that I was looking for back in like 2013 or whatever. It's so crazy. It's like come full circle. And now I sort of combine the two things to, um, yeah, like I said, get women entrepreneurs to show up and shine. That's amazing. That's such a cool story how, you know, you were looking for something, couldn't find it. And then eventually, like you said, years later, you were that person that you were looking for. Yeah, I got called to it. It's just crazy. Like, it's crazy just the way that it worked out. I never, I did not think that I would be that coach. Let's just say I actually have a journal entry that's like, you know, find coach for this. <laughs> and I never <laughs> thought to myself, okay, I'm going to be that coach. Like, no, no, that did not occur to me. And yeah, like I said, I just kind of got called to it. And that was through basically just posting online on, I got on Instagram and I was posting photos of myself and I got a DM this one day from like, was, she was actually a photography client at the time. And she said, Kayla, how are you so confident in your own skin? Like, what is it that makes you just love your body? I can tell with every single post. And, you know, I gave her a few tips and she said, you know, we should start a support group. So I did, I started a Facebook group and it just sort of grew from there. Yeah. I started researching and then I created a program and yeah, it just, the ball just started rolling. I love that. That's so amazing. So can you share any tips with us? I mean, I have a lot of female listeners, so, and I'm sure, you know, we can all use a little bit more confidence in our lives. Is, is there anything or tips or, you know, something you can share with us to help us get, start our confidence journey? Yeah, definitely. There's, there is a lot of things as I've come to realize, as I've studied the topic of confidence and self-love that it is so deep and so multifaceted. There are so mm -hmm. many things to consider, but one of the biggest things that I think is crucial to being able to show up in your business and in your life confidently is to stop judging yourself. Yeah. That is the piece that is more important than I can say. Like it, it, it I can't stress it enough. And the thing is, we've become addicted to it. We don't even realize that we're doing it most of the time. We just mm. do it. It's and so we're taught habitual. from the time that we are babies. Exactly. It's just ingrained in our pattern of thought. Um, so yeah, that is, that's the main one. And it's tough sometimes to realize when you're even doing it. And I think that's where an outside perspective comes in handy. And I have a whole process to, to figure out like how it is that you're judging yourself and how to recognize it and how to get through it. But that's the number one tip is to stop judging yourself. Wow. I love it. I talk a lot about our judgments on ourselves and other people in terms of habits. You know, it's so, like you said, so ingrained, it's habitual. It started from the time we were born, you know, all of these stories that you hear about yourself and you believe them to be true. And so I talk, you know, when starting that process of falling in love with yourself and creating the life that you want and this life that you love, um, it does, it starts with those judgments that you have about yourself and others. So it's so interesting how we kind of, align that way in different areas though that kind of comes down to yeah. that judgment piece always mm -hmm. yeah 
So have you always been this really, you know, amazingly confident woman or what did this just start after a journey of yours or was this kind of something that's all you've always kind of owned? No, actually <laughs> that's, that's a huge myth is that people think that confidence is like you're born with it or not, mm -hmm. or that it's a personality trait. It's not confidence is a skill that you build, right? You're not born with it. You build it is what I keep saying. And I was, I was bullied through high school very badly. And I was very insecure. I looked for validation outside of myself, like many other people do, right? Um, through so many different things and just reaching and reaching and never feeling like I was enough, right? Never feeling like no matter how much weight I lost, no matter which boys liked me or didn't like me or whatever, like no matter what, I just never felt that I measured up until I decided one day that it, like enough was enough and I wasn't going to do this to myself anymore. And that's where like the stop judgment kind of comes in where it's like this demand of not judging myself because you don't get any further by judging yourself. I'll, tr I'll promise you that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so did I answer your question? What was the question again? Yeah, like just to, my to question was, it. you know, have you always had this confidence and just kind of the journey on how you, you started you know, yeah. that non-judgmental, stop judging yourself aspect. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. I, I was a very insecure, very shy child. And, uh, yeah, through, I guess, like you said, a process of putting myself outside my comfort zone and stopping judging myself. Like, like I said, there's a whole process to it. It's a very deep mm -hmm. topic that I could talk about for like, well, days because I have you know a retreat for days that we talk about it and dig deep but um yeah that's that's I love it I love yeah. confidence as a skill you build that's amazing that's so mm -hmm. awesome and um do you so obviously you know with everything going on in the world with COVID-19 how are your clients kind of dealing with this like do you feel do you see people their confidence is starting to, you know, go away almost like, do you see people struggling or how have you been able to help people, I guess, through this time and help yourself even? Yeah. Well, I think that's the major thing is not looking for validation outside yourself, right? Not paying attention to what's going on necessarily in the world, right? So mm -hmm. here's the thing is we have to be aware of what's going on in the world. We can't be an ostrich with our head in the sand. <laughs> That being said, you choose whether or not it affects you in a negative way, right? So you choose and you decide how you're going to view this. Is this happening for us or is this happening to us? And if you take it from the perspective of that it's happening for you, then you can start to realize that it's just a matter of how you view it, right? That affects the outcome that you're going to have. Mm -hmm. I love that. I talk a lot about, you know, life happening uh, for us, not to us. So I love that you just brought that in um, because it is really mm -hmm. true how you approach it. And I, I think that there are always good, you know, some, no one's perfect, right? So there are going to be bad days or bad moments, but that idea is to come back to like this is happening for us and how can I find the good in it eventually, you know, maybe you don't see it right exactly. now, but be open to that, to seeing what that good will be. Yeah. There's always a gift. There's always a gift on the other side of adversity. There's mm -hmm. always a greater version of you. 
always. Um, now, whether or not you decide to wallow in it forever, how long, right? <laughs> for as mm-hmm. long as you like, or, or look at it, acknowledge it for what it is, and then, and then keep on moving forward. Um, that's your choice. That's up to you. So yeah, I guess it's funny. I'm like, okay, you choose. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, it <laughs> is. Choose. It's a choice. It is a choice, yeah. right? Um, do you do a lot of work around mindset? Uh, you know, when you, obviously you're talking about that, not judging yourself. So when you do your retreats and stuff, is there like a mindset piece to a lot of it? Oh, yes. Yeah, that is part of what I do is to really challenge you and challenge your beliefs, challenge the, the stories that you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. And I guess that is the definition of mindset work, right? I didn't know it. Like, it's so funny that you picked that up right now and said that because it's just been within the last couple of weeks that I've been like, actually, I think this is, <laughs> if you want to put a label on what I'm, what I'm doing and what I, how I help people is yes, I do help them to change their mindset to know that there's more than one way of looking at things Mm -hmm. and to try and get them to look at it in a way that will empower them instead of disempower them. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's really powerful for people to understand right now, going through what we're going through in our life, right? You know, we can make up our minds how we want to feel about it, or we can be open to a new experience. We can change our mindset around it. So even if you are having a bad moment, you can get out of that. You have to, it's almost like, I was talking about this the other day with someone like almost being aggressive with your mind, like telling it like, Nope, not today. I'm not going to have these thoughts. I choose joy. You know, I choose to be happy. I choose to push through this difficult time, you know, and come out the other end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. So it's so funny. You say that it's, it's, you can let your mind bully you Mm -hmm. or you can take control and go, look, this is what's happening. Like, this is what's going to be. This is how it's going down. ego, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Right. So, so I'll give you an example for, for body image. Right. I talk Mm -hmm. about that a lot too, because that's where my journey kind of started was in the body. Uh, I I started loving my body and then that sort of got extended to myself outside of the body. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I look in the mirror and all of a sudden it'll be like, you know, our, again, our conditioning, our programming is set to like start picking yourself apart or start Mm -hmm. looking at the things that you don't like. And I am, like you said, aggressive with myself. And if I start doing that, I'm like, Hey, Kayla, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like, stop doing that. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) No, stop it. Like that's, that's exactly, that's off that movie. I think it's the, uh, was it the hang? No, it's not the hangover. It's the, with Zach Galifianakis in it as well. But, um, due date, I think is when he says that to the guy, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) But it's so true. Like it's so applicable Mm. to the way that we get, like I said, in terms of looking at the mirror, looking in the mirror and not liking the reflection. Mm -hmm. Again, that's your choice. Um, you know, you, you can start to change the relationship that you have with yourself by, well, number one in the judgment blasting process that I have is awareness, like building that awareness around your self-talk. Yeah, that's the key because so often people aren't even aware of what they're saying to themselves. They have never taken that time to think, oh, why am I so mean to myself? Or why do I say these things? They're not aware of what they're saying to themselves. They're not even aware of how they're judging themselves, right? Totally. So what's it like when you kind of, you know, you talk about this awareness piece with people, are they kind of like, what does it feel in the room? They must just kind of get like a, I don't know, a shock or like some, 
you know, light went off that it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I never thought about that. Like, I never realized how I spoke to myself. I never realized how I thought about myself. Yeah, I love those aha moments. Like, mm. I love, love, love. That's what I live for yeah. is changing somebody's perspective. And they're like, wow, I never thought of it like that before. That is like, literally, I'm getting tingles right now because that, that is exactly <laughs> what I'm meant to do on this, on this planet is to like awaken people. Like, hey, what are you doing? Like, let's get aware because so many of us, like I've heard you say, I think it was in your webinar, we're just on autopilot, right? Yeah. We're letting everything else control us and we're not getting that self-awareness piece of like, hey, like, let me just hit pause for a second mm -hmm. and reflect on what's happening here and like, how am I going to respond to this? Not react to it, but respond to this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Building totally. that self-awareness is I think the first step in building and creating the life you truly desire to have, right? That not just the life, but the you, like that's mm -hmm. what I, I talk about is building the you, creating you um, as someone that you, you like, you love, you are proud of, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't find that person. You know how we have this idea, I think it's on the movies, you know, that, oh, she's going off to Europe to find herself or whatever it is. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not happen. how this process works. You gotta, you got to decide who you want to be and go from there. Yes, absolutely. I think before you can even, you know, create this life that you love, you have to love the person that you are and you've created the person that you want to become. And obviously who you are today is not who you're going to be next year because life is always about growth, but it's that idea of always following that, the direction of growth that you want to go into and then creating mm -hmm. that life around it. But you're absolutely, I, in my opinion, bang on about, it has to start with yourself. You have to build that relationship with yourself. You have to like yourself. You have to respect yourself and have that turn into a love for yourself. Totally. Huh. I love this stuff. <laughs> this little, I could like ask you a million questions all day. Talk about this forever. Um, what advice do you have, you know, for anyone struggling, whether it's in confidence, whether it's in their body image, whether it's in self-love, whether it's just what's going on in the world today, do you have any advice for people who are, you know, just going through a hard time and need some words of wisdom or some tactical tips that they could help get out of this struggle or get out of this hard time and start hmm. moving forward? What came up intuitively while you were talking was this too shall pass mm -hmm. this too shall pass we as humanity will get through this right we've survived so many things you know wars and you know spanish flu and all all kinds of things we as a human race are very resilient mm -hmm. and 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 so that that's regarding what's going on in the world right now but if you're just having a tough time with you Again, this is only temporary, right? Yeah. And and it's your choice to get up and get out of it or not. Yeah. And and I can speak to that quite candidly because I am a person that has um, suffered with chronic depression my entire life, and I don't I don't actually <laughs> remember that. Like I had to go through you know all this therapy and everything to figure out what it was, and mm -hmm. it's like I've I've been you know, going through episodes of chronic depression since I was like five years old. And so there's this awareness there that talks, that speaks to me about that it is choice. And I keep saying that, but it's a choice whether or not you decide to get up and look for, like, let's say you're in a low time right now. Um, 
it's your choice to decide whether or not you want to look for the light at the end of the tunnel or the peak to the mountain or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, but what you focus on is what you get. So if you're going to focus on everything that's going on wrong in your life or wrong with the world right now, that is the vibrate, literally the vibrational frequency that you're tuning yourself to. And that's a choice. Or you could tune yourself to happiness, joy, love instead. And mm -hmm. that is what's going to create more in your life for the most in your life. Um, and again, I, I, the other thing is too, sometimes we need a break. So <laughs> sometimes yeah. it is okay to choose the sad feelings for a little while, right? Just, mm -hmm. just don't unpack and live there. Yeah. I literally just did a social media post about this, a little quick video. I was saying how, yeah. you know, Friday afternoon I was struggling and cause someone asked me on Instagram, like, how do you, like, how do you have it all together right now? You know, there's a lot of things going on in the world. Like, how are you pushing through? Um, and I, you know, I said, like, I, I struggle too. And Friday was a really big struggle for me. But then, you know, I went, I felt the emotions. I had a little cry. I felt what I needed to feel. And then I chose to stop. I chose to get back to my routine, you know, look for gratitude, choose joy, because I know sitting in those negative kind of feelings is not going to do any, it's a disservice to me, right? It's not going to serve mm -hmm. me. So I made the choice. Okay. I'll let myself feel this way, but then now, okay, time to move on and get my mindset back in check. So I love that you brought that up. I think it's so powerful. Well, let me just say this. Thank you, Jessica, for being vulnerable, for, for, sharing that with people because I think as coaches, consultants, uh, mentors, guides, whatever you want to call us, healers, we need to be mm -hmm. transparent about those moments. That's, yeah. that's empowering other people because what happens when they see us online and, and we're all positive, we're all joy, we're all happiness. They think that that's how we are all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. It's not true. Uh, we, we go through our stuff too, but that's the thing. I, I shouldn't say go through. I like to say grow through. We grow yeah, through it I and that's that. again, a choice, right? Mm -hmm. So let's grow through it, um, together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you're bang on there. I think, and that's why I wanted to that video is because I, you know, I don't, people do believe the, that about, you know, really positive people and coaches and healers that they always have it together. And we don't, we struggle just as much as the next person, but we have created really good habits in our life to get us, you know, out of those moments. And so just being able to offer that to other people to help them through their struggles. Yeah. Well, what I say to people, cause a lot of coaches are afraid to show that, that part of themselves because mm -hmm. they think they lose credibility, but what it does is gain you authenticity. Yeah. And, it, and, and some people may judge. Some people may say, Oh, well, clearly she doesn't have it all together. Clearly I don't want to work with those people. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and clearly I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, I go through this, but at the same time too, here's what a coach and a mentor is able to do is give you neutral feedback, is give you that aerial view of what's going on, what's really going on. Because when you're stuck in the thicket of it, in the mud and the yuck in your life, you can't see clearly. You can't see it without the emotion. You can't see it um, without the judgment. 
development. Mm -hmm. And what a coach and a mentor will do for you is say, hey, have you thought about looking at it from this perspective? Or have you thought about this? And then it starts to shift things for you. You start to see what's, what else is possible instead of just coming to conclusion about what your, what's, what your circumstance is right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love we can't that. see it for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like even, okay. So here's the thing is every coach has a coach. Yes. I was if, just going to you know say I mean? that. Yeah. So everyone should have a coach. Yeah. I have two. I have two coaches right now that are helping me with two different things. I should probably hire a third one for another thing. <laughs> Actually I should hire you to deal with the emotional eating stuff that I like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so yeah, coach, if, if there's any coaches, consultants, whatever, listening to this, please be vulnerable with your audience because they need to know, um, I almost like get emotional about this. They need to know, they mm-hmm. need to know that we're not like some superhuman, whatever, because it's, you know, they can achieve it for themselves too. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Oh, that was amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of things do you do for your own personal? I mean, you just mentioned you do, you have two coaches, but for your own yeah. kind of personal growth, your own development, because I'm such a believer that life is all about growing and learning and growing and learning, right? So what do you do to keep uh, for your own growth and your own personal development? So when I first started out, I read a lot of books. Right. Mm. Or, or listen to them on audio. Um, because you know, ain't nobody got time to read every book, but but, so I read lots of books. Um, I went to uh, so many classes and retreats and, um, you know, studied under different mentors and all of that. And then the other thing is too, I follow positive influencers, right? Like Matthew mm-hmm. Hussey, Jay Shetty, Lewis Howes, Esther Perel. Like I follow those and, and I listen to their podcasts and I, I invest that time in myself, but I also am willing to invest the money. Like I said, like in coaching uh, for myself or whatever that looks like for, feel like for everybody it's going to be different. But for me, that's, those are the main things that I do. So I do a lot of reading. I follow other positive influencers which is really interesting because there's this thing about like, you know, you want to be authentic and not copy other people. So that's why I follow a whole lot of them. And it's really Mm -hmm. interesting because once you follow them, like a a lot of them, you realize everybody's saying the same thing, (laughs) just in a little different way. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like that whole, even is this happening for you or is this happening to you? Like I hear almost every coach talk about that. Uh, Yeah. Um, I I don't even know who said it to be honest first. I want to say it was Tony Robbins, but I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people are saying that, right. So just following those other influencers and then making the investment in myself financially. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, I think too, one of the things that I talk a lot about with um, my coaching groups and stuff is be specific or very conscious about who you are following because there are a lot of positive influencers out there to follow. But when you follow them, if you, you know, are find yourself comparing yourself and judging yourself, then maybe they're not the people for you, right? So finding the right types of motivators to follow that, you know, really do motivate you and inspire you and don't make you feel, um, bad about yourself or don't bring you Mm -hmm. down. So um, I'm glad you brought that up. So can we we have time to unwrap that a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, with following influencers and let's say you're scrolling your Instagram and you're going through it and you're like, 
you, you start the comparanoia compare or comparison game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Oh, this girl has this and this girl, I do, I used to do it all the time. And now it's funny. I can follow anyone and it doesn't matter. Cause I don't yeah. do that anymore. Actually, that's a lie. That's not reading there. It's, it's to do with the body stuff still, which is like funny because that's what I coach, but it's like your mess is your message. Right. So mm-hmm. anyway, it's, it's like, if something is triggering you, I, I invite you to get curious before you unfollow. Yes, maybe that person is toxic and whatever. You like don't follow people like that, obviously. But if you're getting triggered, try to find out why. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, what am I doing? That's like, again, building that self-awareness, right? What What's going on here that I'm feeling triggered by this person who's just posting, like going about their life, posting things um, and see what it is for you. Because that can be a clue as to what's holding you back to, creating a life you truly desire. Yeah, absolutely. Start getting curious and transform the judgment into curiosity. Totally. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, Can we talk a little bit about your secrets to self-confidence program? So I know you have um, an application process to it and that's opening next week-ish, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so can you share with us a little bit about that program? So the Secrets of Self-Confidence program, I'm actually doing market research for it right now. Uh, so that means I'm going to be running um, the beta group coming up here. And I am going to be taking applications for it. So, well, this will actually be, it's funny, like my second beta group because uh, I did it once last year. And then I've taken the time off for my own, actually, it was for my own mental health and things that I had to work through. And so, yeah, now I'm going to be launching it again. I don't have a launch date yet, like I said, because I'm still working on the market mm-hmm. research. So if, the, if you're interested in that, there's eight uh, lessons or steps, whatever you want to call them, uh, to working through confidence issues, right? Confidence issues, self-love problems, body image. There's so much in there um, that will help an entrepreneur move forward confidently in their business or in their life, let's just say, because let's be honest, self-love is really the foundation for everything else. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have that straight, good luck getting everything else straight because right? yeah. it's like, even as a photographer, I say like, okay, we, that's, this is why I do the self-love coaching with the photography now, because if you don't like yourself, you're not going to like your pictures, no matter what yeah. I do as a photographer, or you're going to want me to edit the crap out of them. And I don't want to do that. So it, it kind of, it, it, it's the same with the rest of your life, right? I feel like self-love and confidence is the foundation and then you build everything else on that. Yeah. I love it. I agree with you so much. Um, Is it an online program? It is. Okay, perfect. And is it a certain amount of weeks? Is it just like a... Well, like I said, I'm not sure on the duration just yet because I am still working the market research. So it depends on what people are saying, what they want, what they need. So um, yeah, but I'm thinking it's going to be from four to eight weeks, depending on what Mm -hmm. like people say they need because things, time is changing too. So I don't know if people are going to have more time right now to sit down and work on it or if they want to get through it fast. We'll see. Um, But yeah, definitely. It's something that's coming up in the next month or so. Awesome. That sounds amazing. I'm excited to learn more about it. Yeah, definitely. I'm super excited for it too. That's awesome. Kayla, thank you so much. You have been amazing to speak with. You've offered so much great advice and tips and just insight into the world. So before we go, do you have any final thoughts to share with us? 
you know what? I always say this at the end and, and it's funny because it's like, it's not because I'm trying to sell you stuff. I don't care if you invest in me or, or in Jessica or in somebody else, but you need to invest in yourself if you want mm-hmm. to take things to the next level, right? If like, especially in business, right? If you were starting a, a brick and mortar business, I heard Jenna Kutcher talk about this. And she said, if you were starting a bakery, you would have to most likely, unless you had savings, which is fine too, but then you would have to invest your savings or borrow money into uh, rental or building an, a venue, um, all the equipment, all the ingredients, hiring the staff, right? Before you would make a single dime in your business. So why wouldn't it be the same if you're starting an online business or if you're in any business, right? You've got to learn to invest in yourself. And that's the thing that I really, really uh, stress um, is that don't be afraid to, to invest. I love it. That's awesome. That is a great ending and a great tip. And it's beautiful. Really quickly, where can we find you? You know, social media, website or email, where can we find you? Yeah. Okay. So I'm most active on Instagram and on my Instagram handle is confident.kayla.marie on Instagram. So, and that's just the regular spelling of Kayla, regular spelling of Marie, very traditional and uh, first word confident. And so there's that for Instagram, uh, Facebook right now, I'm still in the middle. Like I said to you earlier, Jessica, that I'm switching some things over, but if you wanted to follow me on Facebook right now, it's coach Kayla Marie. Um, and again, that's going to be changing to confident Kayla Marie. So you can search me on Facebook and, um, my email too is Kayla. K-A-Y-L-A-G-U-T-S-C-H at gmail.com. Perfect. I love it. Thank you, Kayla, so much for being here today. Yeah, it was an honor. Thank you. If you like what you hear on the Trudy podcast, hit subscribe and head over to our website at thetrudylifestyle.com and learn more about what we do.